Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hi. Um, thanks for being here. Uh, I am excited to share. You know, as I was um, talking with the Lord over scripture that just jumped at me last week. Um, and I was like, oh, this is what you want me to talk to people about. Great, let's study it out, let's work it out. And as I'm studying it out, it refreshed my heart and it gave me a focus. And um, this is what brings healing to your body and refreshment to your bones and gives you strength for the days ahead. So I'm excited about sharing this with you. Here's the deal. Um, I was talking to the Lord and He's, I, what was in my heart was I kept saying, Lord, let the words of my mouth and let the meditations of my heart be acceptable and pleasing in your sight. You are my Lord. You are my refuge. Um, that's in Psalms 19:14. And I'm like, but how do I do that? How do I have the words that come out of my mouth be pleasing to you? How do I let the hidden things that are only in my heart that I meditate on and think of and process be pleasing to you, a sweet fragrance to the Lord, be fruitful, um, not just be noise. Um, if ever this platform becomes just noise in the world, please tackle me to the ground and tell me to hush because we have enough noise. What the world needs is what is a pleasing fragrance to the Lord, which is worship, which is truth, which is kindness, which is hope, which is... Um, peace. And so, Lord, let the words of my mouth, let the meditations of my heart be acceptable. How do I do that? How do I, how do I totally do that? Um, how do I respond in every situation in peace with the proper, um, not just words to say the right thing to fulfill the law or to look good in front of people or to not give the enemy a place because I'm saying the wrong things. No, I want the real fruit of my heart to be pleasing to him. And I want the real fruit, the real things that pop out of my mouth when life gets crazier, when I read a headline or whatever, to, to be beautiful to him. And he took me over to Proverbs. It's three, five through six. Um, this is like a life verse for me. In fact, I have it painted on a sign above my oven, um, above my stove. And it says, um, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. That's what it said. And last week I was reading that. <laughs> and then I went on to read the two scriptures that followed that. It is, I don't have it memorized y'all. I, 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 most of the time I do not remember where things are found in the Bible. I just know what the Bible says. <laughs> I'm working on it. Wait one moment. I'm working on it. But Proverbs 3, 7 through 8 says this. So it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Then it says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. Do you need healing in your body? Do you need refreshment in your bones? 
Do you need to know what is wise beyond what you perceive yourself? I do. And I need that to come from the inside out as I seek to release what is pleasing and what is fruitful in this life. And also, you know, this morning I've already had to pray for my daughter who is having symptoms of something. I had to pray for my husband when he got out of bed because his ankle was hurting. <laughs> um, there's life going on. We need healing in our bodies. We need refreshment in our souls to walk forward into everything that's going on in this world, releasing refreshment, but we can't release it unless we have it. And this says, it says it this way in the Passion Translation. It says, don't think for a moment that you know it all. Um, for wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Then you will find the healing refreshment your body and spirits longs for. To fear the Lord is not to be afraid of him like we think. It, it actually means, sorry, it actually means to esteem his ways, his opinion above everything else. The whole, if you fear the Lord, he is the, the nucleus. He's the sun in the middle of your solar system that every other opinion has to circle around, that every other thought has to circle around, that every other um, decision is made circling around him as the center. That is to fear the Lord, to esteem him, to, what does it say, with undivided devotion. And where I get in trouble is when I forget to fear him, to esteem him above everything else. When I esteem my own wisdom, my own uh, opinions or my own wants or desires above him, that's where the door gets open, where I don't receive everything that he has for me, where I am not refreshed. And it's not that he wants to be the end all to be all, where he doesn't want to hear what you have to say. It's that he knows that he is good that he's gone before you to make the crooked path straight, that he knows the plans of the enemy and he knows the counter actions of his kingdom that will still bring everything Jesus provided on the cross to us. Therefore, why wouldn't he want you to in all your ways acknowledge him so that he will make your path straight? Um, so Proverbs 3, 17, <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm working on this cough thing. In the Passion Translation, it says, the ways of wisdom are sweet, always drawing you into the place of wholeness. The ways of wisdom are sweet. They're beautiful. They're fruitful. And they're always drawing us into wholeness. That's what we need. That's what I need to have the ability to have the words of my mouth be pleasing to the Lord that the meditations of my heart are acceptable to the Lord, their pleasing fragrance to him is wisdom. And that is the prayer of my heart is to walk daily in wisdom. And being that we've never done a lot of what we're doing right now, we've never processed a lot of what we're processing right now. Um, we don't know what's next except what the Lord has promised. And so even simplistic things that I would do without thinking in the past, I have found myself praying for wisdom before I go right or go left, go now or go later, say yes or say no. And only the Lord who goes before us to make the crooked path straight 
knows. So in all my ways, Lord, I want to acknowledge you and you will make my path straight and you will bring healing to my body and you will bring refreshment to my bones and you will give me extra to pour out to the world around me. My prayer is for wisdom, but how do, how do we acquire all the wisdom that we need? How do we do that? Um, what did I say? Where did, what did I say? I'm glad I write things down. <laughs> um, listen to this. This is beautiful. God took me to Proverbs 1, 20 through 23. This is from the Passion Translation. It says, wisdom's praises are sung in the streets and celebrated far and wide. Yet wisdom's song is not always heard in the halls of higher learning, but in the hustle and bustle of everyday life. Its lyrics can always be heard above the din of the crowd. You will hear wisdom's warnings as she preaches courageously. To those who stop to listen, foolishness, she says, Foolish ones, how much longer will you cling to your deception? How much longer will you mock wisdom? Cynical scorners who fight the facts. Come back to your senses and be restored to reality. Don't even think about refusing my rebuke. Don't you know that I'm ready to pour out my spirit of wisdom upon you and bring you the revelation of my words that will make your heart wise that is what the spirit of wisdom is saying. The spirit of wisdom that comes from our God. He's ready to make your heart wise. Now, there's even better, even, even better news here. It's, <coughs> it's calling all to those who will stop and listen. The word refers to wisdom as a her. So she is calling to those who will listen so that she can pour out her wisdom upon you. Will you stop? We listen. It's found in the word of God. But listen to this awesomeness. Uh, Ephesians 1, 5 through 8. Wait a minute. The Bible. Um, did I mark that? I did. I'm so nice to me. Okay. Wait for it. <coughs> Ephesians 1, 5 through 8. This is uh, the New Living Translation. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family, to bring us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showed his kindness. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. When you received Jesus Christ, when you were ushered into God's family through the blood of Jesus, he poured out on you all kindness, all of his wisdom and all of his understanding. It's part of what you accepted when you accepted Jesus. You already got it. The spirit of wisdom is actually residing in you. Will you stop and listen to her? Will you stop and acknowledge wisdom? It's that thing in you that might be counter to what your head knowledge is saying. It might be counter to what your eyes are seeing, but it, 
wisdom, God's wisdom, which is separate than ours, God's wisdom is coupled up with peace. And sometimes God will ask us through wisdom, through this thing inside of us, in our knower, as my mama would say, to do or not do something. And peace will be there. And everything in our brain might be saying, but, but, but this and this and this and everything and everybody else's opinion might be saying this and this and this. But the the wisdom that is coupled with peace, because we are led by peace, uh, that will never contradict the word of God, by the way. That's one way we test it. That is to esteem that voice of wisdom that is coupled with peace above our own opinion, above others' opinion, is to fear God, is to walk in undivided devotion. And as we do that, he will make our path straight. He will, um, even though we look foolish to the world, he will make it go well for us. Even though we might not be doing what those closest to us want or their hearts desire or even our hearts desire because we are esteeming the voice of wisdom above our own. God's going to take care of every heart in the situation, every person in the situation. And those who won't um, will still cling to what they believe is their own facts or their own truth or their own ways. They're going to reap the benefits of those decisions. But as for you, it will go well with you. I've seen this over and over again, pardon me, in my own life. I want to stop and listen to wisdom. And as we do that and are acknowledging our God, who is good and who is faithful, healing comes to us. The next step we need in the building in our own healing journeys comes to us. And we are refreshed. <laughs> pardon me. Sorry. I drank a cold drink before this. It was a bad decision. Pardon me. Um, what did I say? What did I say on here? He's given us wisdom as surely as he has given us Jesus. That's the good news, y'all. This is good. This is all good news. Good news. Um, let's seek wisdom out. Now, how do we seek wisdom out? Good question. Uh, Psalms. Psalms. There's a P there. Psalms 19, 7 through 8 says this. The instructions of the Lord are perfect. Yes, they are. Reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. <laughs> the commandments of the Lord are clear, giving insight for the living. Wow. Okay, let's go back through this. Okay. The instructions of the Lord, they're perfect and they revive our souls if we, as we acknowledge them above our own opinions and above everybody else's opinion. The decrees of the Lord, they're trustworthy and they make wise the simple. Thank God. <laughs> I can be bullheaded and I can be simple minded and I can be tired. And when I get tired, everything gets big. And then I make very poor decisions. But his decrees, I can trust even when I'm tired, even when uh, the pain has been around for years, the disappointments and the cycles of disappointment has been around for years. The decrees of the Lord over my life are trustworthy. And they will make wise the simple places in me. 
and in you as we trust them. The commandments of the Lord are right and they bring joy to the heart. The commandments of the Lord are not there to put us in cages or um, make us feel trapped in. No, they bring joy because they are a safe, secure place to live our life from. They, uh, It's like, I remember talking to a teenage girl once about what the Lord says as far as purity and what the Lord says as far as how we live our life. And the perception of trying to live a life above reproach or in other words, to make decisions to where there isn't even an appearance of evil. Um, as a young person, that can feel quite daunting and stupid in a culture that rebuffs the idea of purity being important. It feels like a cage. But the Lord is actually saying, hey, would you do me a favor and acknowledge me above the whole wisdom of the world around you? Will you acknowledge what I'm asking of you? And in it, I will bring joy. And as you walk into your future, you're not going to have this baggage to drag behind you or to give to me in exchange for redemption. You're instead going to with lightness of heart, walk into your future purely and it will breed joy. And I remember her face just like, huh, well, that makes it simpler, does it? And I was like, kind of, it really does. And I said, but the places where we mess up because we all mess up, God redeems it as we acknowledge him above our own ways, as we choose to fear him in the areas that we haven't placed his opinion above our own. He redeems it because he gave us Jesus at the same time that he gave us wisdom. Isn't God good? He's that good. He's that kind. He's that kind. So as I looked back <laughs> over my notes, I'm so sorry. Um, God has given us wisdom. In wisdom, we find these things. We find healing for our bodies. We find strength for our bones. We find wholeness. And it brings joy and insight for our whole lives. What else is there? Can't think of a thing except for someone to do the dishes and fold the laundry. I mean, like, that's all. That's, that's all we need. Seek God in God's word. I wrote this. Seek it in God's word. You will find all you seek if it is yours and will enable you to keep your heart right and to move forward into victory. My prayer is that you move forward today thanking Jesus for the spirit of wisdom that he gave you at the same time that he began, began became, let's try that again, <laughs> that you are thanking Jesus that at the same time that he, he became the king of your life, that he became the love of your soul, that he became your savior, he also brought with him the spirit of wisdom to lead and guide you along with his peace. And as you do that, it will bring healing to your body. It will refresh your mind, your will, and your emotions. And if you, you're like, but how do I filter that through? Go eat the word of God. Go <coughs> pick one psalm or pick one chapter or pick one verse and stay there and say, Lord, show me yourself in this living word. Thank you that I am receiving 
clarity of the wisdom that you've already put in me. Thank you that I'll know you personally as the God of peace that will confirm yourself, your wisdom along with peace to guide me everywhere I go. Thank you, Lord. And it will, we, we carry this stress and this strain of trying to figure out the future, of trying to figure out what to do next, of how trying to process way more people's stories than we were ever meant to carry, way more information than we were ever meant to carry. And God's like, you were never made to live apart from intimate love relationship with me. You were never made to process disappointment or pain or even death. We weren't made for death until the fall. We weren't going to die. There was no death in the world. We weren't made to live apart from our people. We weren't made to live not walking daily, talking with the Lord. And so as we go back to him and say, show me your wisdom, it gives him the opportunity to make the decisions on all the things we were never made to decide on. We weren't actually made to decide how to deal with death and pain and destruction. We weren't. So we got to go back to the one who can handle it because we can't. We weren't made to process deep sorrow. Sadness is part of the range of emotion, but deep sorrow that isn't hooked up with hope, that isn't processed through the filter of the one who is always faithful will kill us because we weren't made for it. So we go back to God with all these things we were never meant to hold. And we say here, now can I have the things that you have for me? And he'll say, well, you're already holding my wisdom. You're holding my promises of hope in the future. You're holding my undying love for you and devotion that will see through everything I promised you. And you're holding my peace. Now sit back and let me reveal myself to you. Let me show you how I'm taking care of all the things that were never meant to be. Let me show you the victory, the way forward past everything that's already fallen. Let me show you who you were made to be apart from the things that have made you who you are that I never intended for. Therefore, I never meant that to be part of your personality or the way you cope or the way you handle pain <clears throat> or even you walk around with a default expectation of being disappointed or being left or being having to strive for yourself apart from his goodness. But when we return back to him and say, what was I meant to carry? Who was I always meant to be? What was the my heart picture going to look like as I have wisdom and I, I revere you above everything else and you show me the peace that guides me? Then I have optimism to be the person I was always designed to be who had a dad that would have my back who when people mess with me, he would deal with it and I could move forward and not carry what they tried to heap on me. God wants to do that. I have a story in my life of a person and an outlook and an expectation of less than. And God came in and said, wait, can I show you who you were supposed to be in the first place? And as, I, as you see me, as you get to know me, as you get to acknowledge my truth about what the world says is truth, all that's going to fall away. And you're going to walk towards what you were always meant to be, the coat that fits just right, the armor that's not too heavy, who you're supposed to be. 
And then the awesome story of what tried to be part of who you are, what tried to stick around, what tried to take you out, you're going to carry with you. And it's actually going to become a platform that gives you the right to tell other people, you don't have to be the person you become. You can be the person you were always intended to be. And it will be light and easy and beautiful because of who God is. But um, I'm thinking back to, wow, 40. One, I understand why everybody, when you were young, they would turn 40 and go, <laughs> I felt so young. Wow, I thought people were old when they were 40. And I'm like, I, I feel like I'm about 14 in my head. So that's interesting. But also, I'm looking back and thinking, I'm so glad I'm not 20. I'm so glad I'm not 30. I'm so glad to see everywhere that God showed me who I am, who I was supposed to be, um, what he made me to do. Um, I wasn't called to be this show pony for healing, the girl that everyone knows got healed. Thank goodness I get to be her because it's given me the opportunity to share what I was designed to do was to share about a personal love relationship with Jesus with people. That was what he designed me for, along with to be Zachary and Kaylee's mama and Mark's helpmate and a friend and a daughter. And that's light and that's easy. And meanwhile, I'm carrying all these stories of where he, the enemy tried to steal from me, where he did steal from me and where God came back in and he made sure it was repaid over and over again, where the enemy tried to come and steal my identity. Um, you know, because of my lack of education, I I dropped out of school when I was 14, guys, because I could not remember what I just read because of the amount of pain I was in. I couldn't hold a pencil. Um, I couldn't retain information because of the drugs I was on. And so it took me a great number of years to believe that I was articulate enough to express uh, or to teach others or that I could possibly be well-written because, wow. And God brought people and women into my life <coughs> that would say, you have wisdom, you have something to share. I see this in you. I see this in you. Did you know that Grammarly.com is awesome and they can help fix all the things that you don't know how to fix in your writing? Oh, I didn't know that. Did, I'll proofread that for you without judgment. Um, go ahead. Just get, just share, just speak it. It's in you. That's what the body of Christ when it's healthy looks like is it comes along and it points out the things that were always meant to be inside of you. The things that actually once you embrace it, um, feeds your soul. It's who you are. And the body of Christ comes along and says, I see this in you and I see this in you. And yeah, I know the enemy went to do that, but that's not who you are and encourages you. And I hope collectively we adhere journey healing. What is this place called? <laughs> healing journeys today. Um, Hope it's a collective voice of people reminding you who you were always meant to be and reminding you of a God who can take care of everything that was never meant to be so that you will continue to learn of who your God is 
and who you are and what you look like together. And um, yeah, that's just me being introspective. Um, but that's my prayer over you. And so I want to pray for you guys. And uh, thank you for hearing my heart very, very much. Let's, let's see. Uh, manifestation of my healing and my health and wholeness for my heart to be whole and to move on with my life. Thank you. I would be Miss Pocahontas. Wow, that's a name. We can pray for that. Um, I'll have to go through and read. It's hard. I've learned putting God above everything doesn't mean sacrificing what I like most. But really, it means using God as my source of life and hope for my goals. I couldn't, John, I could not agree more. I could not agree more. Um, he's never asked me to lay down what was fruitful and what truly brought life to me. There has been times where he, seasons have changed in my life and things that used to give me delight or was good for that season. He's come to me and said, would you lay that down for this? It's kind of like that picture of Jesus. Have you seen it with a little girl and she's holding a, a teddy bear real tight and Jesus is kneeling in front of her and behind him, he has a bigger, more beautiful teddy bear and he has his hand out and he's asking her for the teddy bear that she's holding so tight. And she's clutching it and looking at him, trying to decide if she trusts him enough to give him what he's asking of her. Meanwhile, he's just waiting to exchange it for the bigger, more beautiful. That has happened to me in my life. And um, because I don't know. So that's why the whole working on the acknowledging his ways above my ways, trusting him because he knows when seasons need to change and he knows when upgrades need to happen. And he knows when sometimes seasons for things are over and that's okay. And that's good. And to stay there is no longer fruitful. Um, yeah, it's true. Oh, wait, scrolling. This is me scrolling. Wait, oh, going down. Let's pray, y'all. <clears throat> Hi, Lord. Lord, thank you for your spirit here. And with everybody that's watching, I can feel it. Thank you for being here, for talking to people's hearts and giving them uh, aha moments. Oh, he wants to do that for me. Oh, that's part of this. Lord, I thank you. Uh, wow. Um, I see a big giant tree, like an oak tree that's really big, massive around. And I see the Holy Spirit going in and clearing out all the undergrowth underneath the tree and all the dead leaves and um, different things. And and what it did was it cleared way for when the rain comes uh, for the tree to soak it up even more and it didn't just go into the dead underbrush and what that is is that god specifically is proving his trustworthiness to some of you and as he's doing that these old built-up places of old dead things and things that have piled up all around your roots all around what made you feel firm is it's getting cleared out and you're going to be able to feel God's refreshing come to you. His refreshing has always been falling on you. But all the dead things that were never meant to be piled up around you are being swept away with this truth and this picture of he is trustworthy. And you're going to actually feel the refreshing that you've always wanted to feel and, and acknowledge that he is giving you the source of life that you need. That's beautiful, Lord. Thank you for that. Go on, then, Lord, I thank you that your word says that your wisdom is healing to our bodies 
and it is refreshing to our souls. I thank you that your truth that you provided Jesus to not only redeem us from sin, but to heal us from every affliction in our heart, in our mind, and in our body. I thank you that as your wisdom gets down in our heart, we see clearly what is ours and what's not and can rebuke ease with ease. I rebuke any symptom now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for the people that are just, you've been holding on for dear life, just trying to make it actually till Jesus comes back. You've said that a lot. I just got to make it till Jesus comes back. Today is the day of salvation. Jesus coming back is about him coming for his bride after the very last person has said, yes, Lord, I will choose you. God actually knows the very last person on the planet that will choose him after everyone has gotten the opportunity. And when that very person says yes and receives Jesus, he's coming back for us. There's not a moment he's going to wait. But between here and there, we're not holding on saying, Jesus, come back. In fact, he wants to bring life to you and strength to you and wholeness so that you can be the person you were always called to be. And so that you can be part of the wedding party that's going out and inviting everybody to this wedding, to this party. Come on. Our God is good. Come on. Our God is faithful. That's what God wants for you. Not holding on until Jesus comes back. No, no, no. You can have Jesus now. You can have wholeness now. You can have power now. You can have supernatural wisdom to deal with all the crazy now. You can have a God that deals with the crazy for you now. Lord, I thank you that what you have for us now is being cleared in people's hearts. That you're bringing the scriptures that back it up. The scriptures that um, they can stand on when the enemy comes and tries to make things confusing or hard or um, overwhelming. I thank you for those specific scriptures that we can say to the enemy. The word says it is written, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Thank you, Lord, that you came to give us a hope and a future. Thank you, Lord, that you came and gave us wisdom that's above the world's wisdom, a wisdom that's coupled with the one that knows eternity, that knows the beginning from the end. I thank you, Lord, that we can trust you we can't even trust ourselves. And I thank you for your goodness and your kindness. I thank you that bodies that have been pronounced dead, parts of your body that have been pronounced dead, dreams that have been pronounced dead over people, they are coming back to life now in the name of Jesus. Dreams that have been pronounced dead. I thank you that you're going to start seeing dreams that you thought were dead coming back to life. Parts of your body that you thought were dead coming back to life. God is the restorer of all things. And as you move forward, acknowledging him as the center of your whole world, your body's coming back to life. Your hopes are coming back to life. The places that have been so heavy, you don't even want to look at them inside of you. They're coming back to life again. You're not being crushed from the inside out. Greater is he that is in you than even you that's in this world. You're coming back to life. Lord, I thank you for a proclamation of life over your people. I thank you, Lord, for the joyful heart, the joy of the Lord that is their strength because they have a clear picture of you and they've learned and as a pattern to make you the one that gets to make the decision and you the one that gets to process the world. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, that's beautiful. I struggled with such before, never claiming them as yours and never receiving condemnation for them. May the Holy Spirit help you. Oh, that's so good. I love how you guys pray for each other. Prayer, my daughter will have a desire for the word of God and to fellowship with him that she will take her study seriously as it's her final year at secondary school. Well, yes, Glorious P91, you're here all the time. Thank you. Yes, you know, um, that's my prayer over my kids, that they have a heart desire. My kids don't know what it's like to not live in a home where both parents, it's normal just to talk about, well, God said that this, or we don't know what to do. We're going to let God make the decision. Or uh, when they wake up in the morning, they find their mom with the Bible nine times out of 10. They don't know what that's like. And I I hope my my desire is, Lord, that they are thirsty for God, um, that they have a heart's desire to have their own love relationship with him and that he's the one that gets to make the decisions about their future because they trust him and so glorious being anyone i uh, couple with you as a mama speaking over our kids that they will know him for themselves that it won't be works that it won't be for show that in the quiet places of their life they invite him in and uh, i'm praying with you mama i am i woke up this morning and my First thing my son told me was he had a bad dream and some guy had octopus arms. I don't know. It was a whole thing. And I said, really? I'm so sorry. He goes, I, and I had to wake myself up. And I thought, oh, but you it must have been the end of the night because you just got up at the normal time. And he, he said it was the middle of the night. I said, you didn't come get me. He said, no, I, I, talked to the, I talked to God. I said, you did? He said, yeah. And I said, what happened? And he said, my heart got better. And I, I got back to sleep. And I said, I'm so proud you know to go to him, not so that you don't wake mom up, but so that you know where to go when things get scary or confusing, when you need the one that is peace. He knew he could go to him that I didn't actually have. He knew if he could be me, I would just say, we need to talk to God about this. <laughs> anyway, I, yeah, that they would know them for him themselves. That's, um, I, I would, I would give all my limbs for that. I would give my life for that, honestly. So I love you guys. I look forward to reading all, all the things of the things. Question, can I ask God for a certain time for the physical manifestation of what he already gave me? A-R-R. A certain time, like when, for you to know what time he's, <laughs> when it's going to manifest. <laughs> Pardon me. I'm sorry, guys. Well, according to the word of God, it was done 2,000 years ago on the cross. You already have it. Um, healing is for now. Uh, so he will say to you, uh, he will start showing you more truth until one day you completely believe and receive all that Jesus already did for you. And it manifests. It's not, um, that was one of the things that the not delayed. Uh, one of the things I had to learn in the manifestation of my healing was that he didn't have some high holy day marked on the calendar or a certain time, but it was actually done exactly when Jesus purchased my salvation and that Jesus didn't want wait one more minute for me to be healed, but he knew the things I needed to learn of him and of myself 
and of the word of God to hold the healing completely, to believe it was mine, to not allow the enemy to come and tell me I was who that sick person was before. So um, AR, there's a book called You've Already Got It by Andrew Womack. Go on Amazon. Um, you can also just look up You've Already Got It, Andrew Womack. Um, there's articles online at Andrew Womack or awmi.net. Um, there's lots of teaching on healing here on healing. What is this called? <laughs> healing Journeys Today. Um, go back and look. <laughs> just look through the titles um, and renew your mind. You'll get the keys that'll say just the words for you. We individually need to hear truth for ourselves, sometimes differently than our neighbor does. So uh, please go back and look that so you can learn that for yourself. I would really appreciate that. Where am I? Hello. Nikki also, God put a desire to do nails. But I mean, finances did do it. I also need to take classes. Wow, that's so cool. Well, once you get your um, cosmetologist license, please do my nails. <laughs> Look, mine are clean and cut short. Um, God has a way when he puts a desire in your heart. The bill is actually still in his uh, pocket. He's the one that has to pay for it. Not that he doesn't give us resources that we put our hand to or jobs that we can put our hand to, but they're provided for by him. So I would ask God for a picture, not just of doing nails and dreaming of doing that well, but a picture of his provision to do so. And as he brings contacts, resources, um, connections to you, um, you will have your eyes wide open looking for how God's making a way where there doesn't seem to be a way. He's not the one who makes promises without a way to them or a path to them or provision of them. In fact, he makes promises when he's already provided it for you. Now he's there in relationship to lead you to the promise completely. So I'm excited for you. Ask God for a whole picture of seeing that. And then as he comes, because I promise he's sending all the pieces you need You'll be able to see it more clearly through all the things. Okay. I got a, whoa, wait a minute. Question. What do I do if I believe I am healed, but still have the physical symptoms? I would, because look, I'm dealing with this cough and I believe I'm totally healed and I still got the physical symptoms. What you're probably dealing with is way worse than what I'm going on. But what I do is I go back to the word of God and I remember that he's my healer. I remember that he's faithful. I see in the scriptures where again and again, he fulfills his promise to me. And so that keeps my eyes on the one who made the promise to me. It keeps my eyes on the fact that he did say he already did it. I do believe he already did it. And then as these symptoms are screaming, I, what comes out of me is the word says I am healed. Lord, I believe you. And I start having a heart of thanksgiving. The heart of thanksgiving is actually the, the um, attitude and the response of faith. If you have faith, if you believe it's really yours. You're going to be thanking him. You're going to be praising him. So as your faith, as your belief in what God did grows, you're going to see thanksgiving come out of you and praise come out of you. And that is what is going to lead you all the way until all those symptoms are gone. That's kind of the bridge. First comes Thanksgiving and praise and then the manifestation. So, but that only comes in seeing him 
for who he is and seeing the truth. So go back to the word and let it encourage your heart. Encourage. Okay, what do I do when the symptoms get worse? Well, wait a minute. Whoa. Well, I'm having faith that I'm healed. How do I get through the physical symptoms and I don't allow it to affect or shake my faith? Same same answer, Akande. Same, same answer. Go back to the word. It will encourage you. It is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword to divide. It will divide what is alive from the truth. It will divide what your body is saying from what the truth of God is saying. And I'll also give you the tools of what you say to the enemy, what you say to yourself, and what you say in praise to God. The word of God will provide that. Go back to it. I love you guys. Thanks for being here today. Bye. See you. Bye. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.